0: And welcome to another <laughs> tournament in a tea break. Uh, my name is
1: Ross My name is René Denfeld.
0: Marianne Biv is the Sport Review. And um, yeah, well, the rain has hit again. Um, and we find ourselves with two uh, women's semifinals all set to go. Hurrah. Uh, we have one men's semi-final all set to go, but we still don't actually know who we're going to see in the second men's semi-final. But we will get to that in a minute. Let's start with the women. Um, and obviously they were playing both at the same time, which made for some interesting viewing, I, th- I think. Um, so, who do we... Let's we'll start with it because she finished first. And in fine form, I might add.
1: Yeah, Gabini has looked incredibly impressive, I felt, throughout the entire tournament, and today was no no exception to that. Um, I don't feel that she played light like years better than what she has played during the first week. I think she played really, really well again, but I also think Maria Sharapova had a dodgy day, um, particularly bad serving day. It's just the start, the first few games should have should have been ringing all the alarm bells with people because um, she had she just didn't get her surf going, barely made 50% of her first serve and got clubbered on the second serve um, by Muguruza's return, who did everything exactly the way she should have done it um, and sailed through in just about 70 minutes. Yeah, two and one.
2: the alarm bells, as you say, were right at the start. I think it was three double faults in the first yeah. game for Maria and really Gabinia never never looked back. I mean, she looked almost serene on
0: court. She just had this calmness and a certainty about the way she was playing. So, certainty is a good word. I mean, obviously, coming into this, Maria had beaten her three times. Mm. She'd she'd never managed to get a a win. But that was four years ago. And it was interesting to hear that she said, you know, I'm a much more developed player. And Mm -hmm. she's been through her ups and downs. Let's, Let's not forget her very tearful exit uh, last year in the Quartus. quarterfinals um, and having to take a few minutes to compose herself. you know, It's going to be interesting to see how she handles the Wimbledon pressure now because obviously the, the pressure that was building on her f- to defend her first slam was immense, maybe not from us as international journalists, but certainly from the Spanish media. And now she's going to get it all over again when the grass starts. I disagree. No, I, I think I, she... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, go, no don't, know. Don't But that that's
2: right. No I I Do you think I think she's going to handle it nice I think better. she'll yes. take it absolutely yeah. fine Yeah I think yeah. I think she feels she belongs I think she feels she can play on grass. I know she said in press that yes, I grew up on clay, but I could make the transition
1: really
0: well. Well um, we saw that obviously last absolutely. year. Absolutely. And also yeah. feel
1: like with this result here with just alone by virtue of playing well here, making the semifinals mm. leading up to what will be Wimbledon in a couple of weeks. Mm, so it's mm, it, mm. It, it I feel like it takes a bit of pressure off her. It's like mm. the knowledge Look, I can, I can, I play well. I have done this entire defending slam title before. I've done it last year, and I somehow got, I got to the quarterfinals and then had a terrible day uh, or a terrible mm-hmm. experience, at least, which, yeah. uh, which she returned from stronger, I suppose. So I feel, with all that in mind, if she does have all that in mind and if she, if that's where she draws her experience from, I think she'll be fine for Wimbledon, and I think she's. Very, very, very dangerous in those group of last four players um, that will compete for the title. I agree. And yeah.
0: talking of the last four players, let's have a look at how Halep, um eventually dismantled Kerber. Um, I mean, to begin with, I was quite worried because Kerber came right out the block super, super quick. Very, very focused, very, very good. And I know that she jokes, or maybe like semi-jokes, she's not good on clay, but we know she can play on clay. I know the Stuttgart stuff is slick like an ice rink, but it's still, it's still that slippy stuff. And she, you know, she, I just wonder whether it's gotten into her head that, you know, oh, I can't deal with clay. And now I think she, she's proving to herself that, you know, you're actually not that bad
1: i feel like the last years i feel it's a mental it's partially a mental thing with with kerber on clay i do believe that that the last few years just here in rome and madrid have been so bad that it's gotten into her head a little bit and um yes i i agree that she plays well in stuttgart but for me the thing with kerber is that her game is so heavily reliant on her lower back on her core and on her legs even on the other surfaces that, it makes it so, that she has to put in the extra work, work in order to just get her footing right and to move well. It takes her that extra bit of effort mm-hmm. on clay that it doesn't take her on grass or on hardcore. So that's, to me, why I felt that Halep, at the end, was the fresher player, because she's the better clay court player. And yeah. she's moving with more ease. With, for Kerber, it's more of a workforce, and I feel that's why she was... Yeah, she ended up being... Yeah, yeah, got grinded down at the end yeah. by, by Halep who just
2: yeah.
1: got back into that first set and was in the match.
2: But with Halep also, the, the desire and the passion to win this thing just leaked from her pause. I mean, uh, the, the volume grew through the match. I think once you got over that dodgy start and also Angelique starting pretty well... Um, she was just determined not to lose it. It was a battle of wills. I am not going to, w- going to lose
0: this. Now, I mean, the, the, the trouble that I have is that my heart, having watched her in Australia, and, and interesting enough, I mean, you, you know that when, when we sit through a final at a Grand Slam in a media centre, there is a buzz in the mm-hmm. air. And when the result comes in, when the final result comes in, there is a buzz and a kind of frisson. Mm-hmm. When Wozniacki edged her out, there wasn't that kind of well of emotion that we normally mm-hmm. see. All that you could hear was just people clinically tapping away at their keyboards. Mm-hmm. Everybody in Australia was willing Hallett mm-hmm. to win, mm-hmm. and I mean, I'm going to be honest. I I wish with all my heart that she gets it here because I don't I don't, I don't see a well, really continuing and I think here. that's
2: also the the memory of last year where I yeah. think everyone believed that she would finally well, win her major. and also
1: the subsequent. Uh, Almost number one, almost number, it one. Was the number almost one. It was
2: It was all the package together, and yes. then to come as close as she did and then to
0: lose was was a killer for it, it must have been. And yet she bore it so well. I mean, g- give us the insight, because I, I was only here for the first week, so I wasn't here for the final, I watched it from home. So give me an insight as to what it must have been like in those moments where she was up, obviously a set and a break, lost to Ostapenko, and then had to come in. I mean, I, I still, I see that heartbreaking thing where she goes... I need to, and just pushes away. No. And no,
1: she was she was devastated after that final, mm. and it took her a good while until she just clicked back in mentally mm. into just playing, and I think that that's something where I'm like, I hope, that's what I said on the grass last year, I was like, I hope she doesn't feel obliged that she has to play matches before Wimbledon, and that's why she goes to Eastbourne. I hope she goes to Eastbourne because she wants to play luckily darren Cale was kind enough to reach out to me and say yeah no i can confirm she wants to play she's in a better she's in a good place wants to wants to go back on court again wants to play so that to me was good to hear but yeah i i felt last it was Ostapenko's win here last year it was partially exhilarating it was mm-hmm. confusing to a certain extent mm-hmm. as well because it, there was this 20 uh, uh, year old but barely 20 year old had done this five set thing i think five out of seven matches and just turned it around and, and kept playing this fearless ridiculous tennis where Halep says i maybe should have hit one or two returns yeah. better when i was up in the second set but beyond that like there wasn't much that she could blame blame herself yeah. for and i think that's what made it so tough to swallow as well it's like it's not like she messed anything up and similar to Australia, she also had a dodgy ankle at the start of it. Yep. It's like at the beginning where it, it didn't even and I think that's always like in sports in general, when you feel like the um the the scenario from the from the outset, it, it seems so outlandish that someone could go far, or could go all the way because they're injured or because they're not in form. And when they then come so close, I feel like the, the leap between what you expected and what actually could have happened is so much bigger. And I feel that almost makes it a bit more painful maybe for the player player themselves as well so yeah it was it was a it was a weird day last year when she won that final and i think L- the word you it. used
2: fearless is was um, was key because as you said the the number one ranking had been on the line for a sequence of tournaments and carried on through until she did actually Get it. achieve it in the autumn um mean i think that's I mean, I asked the question, you know, about number one. I think that's a burden that oh, is now lifted from her shoulders. Absolutely, absolutely. She just wants to win this title.
0: And it's interesting that you say that because I think it must have been in Cincinnati, and, and Courtney and I were sort of saying, you know, Are you sure you want this? Because when people have had the number one, Angie, Andy, they pretty much buckled under the pressure. And what she actually turned around to the two of us and said, "I want the chance." I want the chance to prove that I'm not going to buckle. And I have to say, I agree with Courtney. I think she's actually wearing the mantle of number one mm. pretty damn well. Mm. Mm. Okay, I'm going to put, put your, put your <laughs> <whole> <laughs> reputations on the line, my good people. Who is going to come out the winner of this?
1: Of, of both semifinals or just one? Um, I guess they're both on tomorrow, that's one.
0: Uh, Both? And Doesn't who, matter, who, we'll have who, a Gabi- Who we'll do you actually think is going to end up in the final?
1: Uh, Gabinia will play Sloan in the final.
0: Gabinu. I Gabinia I,
2: is my choice as well. And as I said yesterday, Madison.
0: <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I'm going to stick with my heart and say Halep's going to come through, but I think it's going to be a messy mm. three-setter. Um, I would love Madison to come through, but I don't know that I trust my heart to do two picks. So I think it's going to mm. be Halep and Sloane. <laughs> That'll be fun. We'll see. Well, we, we, we'll, we'll see. I'm just going to note down here predictions so that we can actually then rib each other silly as to what we've done. So that's the, uh, the women. Of course, the men didn't get to finish, but it's, it's nicely poised, I think, because, um, as you were saying, uh, Delpo and Chilich are bang-evens mm. in the first set tie-break. Whereas Diego Schwartzman came out... I mean, I think, obviously, Rafa's suffering a little bit with either his wrist or his forearms or both. Yeah, hard to tell. It's um, hard to tell because yeah. everything was was strapped. Yeah, yeah. So...
1: Um, and he also played poorly. I'm not sure if it was just the injury. I felt he also played poorly.
0: Yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of that on my timeline and then a lot of The serving fangs. was not up to the usual Rafa serving.
2: Now, how much that was down to the wrists and forearms, how much it was down to the the play of Diego, he yes. really took it to him smacked and smacked it to his backhand. So it was it was really putting huge demands on both arms in that backhand corner. Um, I mean, it was impressive stuff from a small guy. Which I mean, way you look at I was, it, I was,
0: you just said it with both. Ball, I mean, it's interesting because he had both forearms, yeah, yeah. so both wrists and forearms. Yeah. I'm not really sure what the issue is. Strapped. So is it is it just because of the sheer bombardment that? No, because I noticed
2: someone had tweeted that he'd mouthed to his box. Don't worry, yes. it's not a problem. So
1: I, whether it's
2: precautionary, okay. I don't
1: know. Maybe he had it taped so that his his, his, his sweatbands don't slip up. I, I don't know. So like it <laughs> yeah, could we be. don't it's, know. It's just pure speculation. So that's why I'm like I'm, I'm like yeah. Something was definitely a little off, yeah. whether that was due to injury, whether I mean, that was just because he came out of it flat four, and he saw the rain. Four
2: winners in, in a, an hour set from Rafa mm-hmm. is mm, un- not great. It's unusual, I think. You'd expect more from him. Now, I don't think that was entirely down to Diego.
0: No, and I think the rain, if it's going to help anybody, because I didn't realise until this week just how freaked out he is about rain. I never, you know, it's never mm. even occurred to yeah, me. He hates but, it. but yeah, he's mm. like super agitated. Yes. I mean, it's, he's like the wicked witch of the west that's going to melt in like water. I've never seen anybody. So, I mean, when he, when he walks off, it's control,
2: isn't it? It's to do with control. Yeah. it's when the conditions change yes. a little in a short period of time.
1: He doesn't. He, he he struggles to compute to compute when mm. he sees. It's not even just the rain. It's just when he sees clouds come yeah. up. When he sees yeah, it getting yeah, yeah, cloudy, exactly. he yeah. is just. It it, it is yeah. not. A. It is not his favorite. He prefers it if it's sunny and hot mm. and warm and mm. the ball the ball mm. bounces really high. Mm. And as soon as that changes, like he, like the it he, of course he can still play the way that he plays best. But it's obviously not as effective anymore because then the ball does not bounce up very high and it sits in several players. Mm. Pretty much in their wheelhouse, like in in Rome against Alexander Zverev. So, um, I think in terms of how he played up until that first rain delay, it wasn't. It was good for him that the rain came. Then afterwards, now it's just it depends if it's dry and not too. I don't it's know, heavy. a little not too heavy tomorrow. He'll be fine. I think he's going to go through that. But props to Diego Schwarzman first person to take a set off of Rafael Nadal in Roland Garros since
2: since the start of. Ronald last year is extraordinary. When it, is, it is.
0: and yeah. I know that I'm probably going to get a little stick for sort of often saying, you know, let's just give him the trophy and then I can go off to Montmartre on Sunday um, and feel vaguely religious <laughs> in a, in a Catholic country. But, you know... This has added a little bit of spice to the whole proceedings because all of a sudden he's not as invincible. I mean, I've been on Love Sport Radio like all this last week and everybody's just said, can you see anybody other than Nadal? Nobody ever, you know, the names in the frame have been Dominic Thiem, Novak Djokovic until, until yesterday, Alexander Zverev until yesterday. Nobody ever had Diego Schwartzmann as the guy that would deliver the upset. I don't know that he's got the. I think the rain will help Rafa. I don't think it's going to help I,
2: Diego. I still think it's Rafa. Yeah, it's Rafa tomorrow. Yeah. Yes, I'm yeah. inclined to
0: agree.
1: Got yeah. only two more points to win until he wins the set. So that's then it's once at yeah. all, and then we'll yeah. see. So who's yeah. going to
0: meet him in the final though, when they finally play yeah. their semi final?
1: The um, it's tough because but, I, it'll be, oh, it's that is tough because a, you
0: can't bet yeah. against um, no pun intended. You can't best against Cecchinato, because. That was some result.
1: No, I will totally, I will totally go with Dominic Team in that match, one hundred percent. You would? Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. You Without think- any? No,
1: no, mm-hmm. I've got no. I agree.
0: Do you um, think Dominic is just going to dominate him completely, or do I'm you not think? sure. Jake he Huck might lose a set,
1: play? but I do not see Dominic Team losing okay. that semifinal.
0: I agree. Okay, yeah. so we're pretty happy that Team's going to be in the final. We think that is going to be in the final.
1: But who's he going to be? Who would he have to play in the Who semifinal? Yeah,
0: that's. Uh, and I'll, I'll still stick with. Del
2: Potro from
1: yesterday yeah yes I would be with Del Potro as well but it's going to be interesting to see I, I feel a little bit for both guys because coming out mm. coming out and having to warm up and then having basically a penalty shootout in yeah. order to win the first set just two is points to go brutal yeah. so yeah. if it was like Rafa's got a different setting obviously he's got a break lead so he's like mm. it's more of a, mm. a bit of a foregone conclusion yeah. but this is just it was split right in the middle and it's 5 all in a tiebreaker so I feel a little bit for both guys because, like, the second shower of rain came possibly mm. two or three minutes mm. too early. So, because otherwise, at least they both of them would leave today with something to hold or not hold. Yeah. And now they're yeah. both just sitting in the middle of, 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 of two chairs.
2: I mean, if you just look at their records, I suppose over the over the longer term, Delpo has a better record. Okay. Um, and. On that basis, perhaps I, I would still favour him.
0: Okay,
1: but that's tricky. So well, I'm, I would go with Delpo as well. But I'm, mm. a lot is going to depend on who's going to get that first set tomorrow. Mm. Who's mm. going to come out yeah, of the start the starting yeah, blocks yeah. well?
0: I feel like our friend Jonathan. My heart is is bursting for for Delpo, and I hope that um, I hope that he he does it. <laughs> um,
2: I do, but. Marin as well, he's such a nice guy, and one of the good guys, and he works so hard, yeah. and he's improving all the time, yeah. you measure where he's got to over the last 12 months, it's, it's an admiration thing. Do yeah. we know
0: what the, the actual schedule is?
1: Yes, it'll be the two guys first, at, what time? at noon, mm-hmm. and then... Roundabout, I think two would be the suggested start time for the women's semifinals on Chatrier. Oh,
0: they're going to bring it forward.
1: Okay.
0: It was set for three.
1: Some, whenever un- it finishes, they're unlikely
2: to play before that anyway. Yeah, with yeah. the time <laughs> <laughs> these men's matches have played it's out, take two hours they're going to be long. So. I think they're going to be long matches still. Those two men's. Yes.
0: Oh. All that remains to say is thank you, Marianne, for joining us for the last two days. It's been an absolute pleasure. A pleasure, um, and you will hear, no doubt, from Renee and I uh, over the remainder of the uh, uh, of the tournament. We'll see if we can't rope in a few. Uh, Dodgy, dodgy people to Alternatives. come into this. Yeah. <laughs> Are Look
1: how lovely we speak of our, of our guests. dodgy people. No, no, <laughs> you kidding. know I don't I'm mean kidding. that. You know, you're the
0: only dodgy one. I know. But you I have, am. of course, been listening to Ros Satter
1: Renee Dodgy Denfeld,
2: <laughs> and Marianne about to go home, Beavis. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank
1: you.